what's interesting to me is that, you know, when you have inflammation in one part of your body, the rest of your body has to work very hard to get rid of that inflammation or deal with that inflammation. So not only is your immune system ramped up, but the rest of your body has to get ramped up to handle all of the waste from that area where the immune system is ramped up. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Meg and I work as a physician assistant in surgical oncology. I see suffering day in and day out. And it's not only in my patients, it's in my colleagues and my friends. And I just see so much suffering in the world right now. So this podcast is my small part in putting some love and good energy out into the world. And if you found this podcast today, then I think this message is one that you need to hear. And thank you so much for being here. Are you looking for another great podcast? So if you're recovering from burnout, you're starting to learn your self-worth, you want to negotiate for higher salary and become a financially free PA, a great podcast to tune into is called The PA Is In. It's hosted by Tracy Bingaman, who is such a lovely human and has taught me so much as a PA. It's a podcast by PAs for PAs, where boundaries reign and common sense is making a comeback. You'll hear from thought leaders in medicine about legislative updates, optimal team practice, and how to heal as a whole person. Be sure to add the PA is in to your queue and tune in to the latest episode. Hey everyone, welcome back. This week on the podcast, I am going to talk about something that's been going on in my life. So recently, I've been doing more and more excisions and injections, and I love doing procedures. It is something that I really, truly enjoy. I enjoy helping people, and I have been ramping up my procedure clinic. Well, what's interesting about this is that I need to use my thumb a lot for these procedures. So injections, injecting the numbing medicine, using the instruments that I'm using, my thumb gets used a lot, especially on my right hand. I'm right hand dominant. Recently, I've been having some pain in my thumb. And one day it got so bad after two procedures that I was icing my thumb in clinic. And if I had had a third procedure in the afternoon, it really would have been difficult for me to do that procedure. And so I went to the orthopedic clinic and I had my thumb x-rayed just to make sure, you know, everything was okay. And I've been to an occupational therapist to get a thumb splint made so that it can help me support my thumb while I'm doing these injections and procedures. So here's the interesting thing to me. And when I think about my thumb, my thumb has some arthritis in it. And that's very normal for my age and how much I have used my thumb over the years. Now, I actually thought my arthritis was going to be significantly worse on the x-rays than it was, but it's hurting me right now because it's inflamed and it is telling me, hey, I need you to back off or, hey, I need some attention or I need you to alter how you're doing things. And when we talk about burnout, it's the same thing. So we can go for so long doing the same thing and be okay, but then suddenly we need some rest and we need some attention and we need to decrease that inflammation that's happening 
because of the stress that is on our bodies. And that's what my thumb is saying right now. It's saying I'm stressed and I have inflammation there, which is causing me pain and I need some attention. You need to slow down. You need to rest, you know, and when you're talking about a joint, it's kind of easy to say, ouch, okay, I'm going to splint this. I'm going to ice this. I'm going to take care of this. But when it's your body and your mind that are suffering, it's easy to keep going. And what's amazing to me about our bodies, meaning our visceral organs, our brain, our heart, is that there are so many checks and balances in place because these organs are so vital, right? Our gut, they can keep going through so much inflammation and so much stress because they have backup mechanisms. You know, your liver has several lobes in it that can take over. You know, if one lobe isn't functioning as well as another lobe, the other lobe can take over. Your heart, I watched this over the years, your heart, if it happens slowly that the blockage is coming in one artery of the heart, there will be new arteries that grow and feed the part of the heart that needs it. Your organs are so amazing at protecting themselves and being resilient in tough situations that you can continue to push and push and push. When it's, I feel like when it's an orthopedic injury, it's amazing to me when I was in orthopedics that somebody would come in and be like, they'd be maybe in their sixties or seventies and say, you know, this is the first time my knee's ever really been hurting me. And they would come in, we'd do x-rays and they would have significant osteoarthritis in this knee. I mean, just osteophytes, bone on bone. And for them to say, this is the first time my knee has been bothering me was always amazing to me because that osteoarthritis had been there for years. And I'm not talking five years, I'm talking tens of years, decades, it had been coming on. But that was the first time it hurt them. And it always was interesting to me that it was a surprise to the people that their knee had never hurt in the past. They had no idea they had arthritis there. And what is interesting to me is that arthritis in and of itself doesn't hurt. It's when inflammation happens that it hurts or that it causes an issue or it brings attention to the area. And what I'm learning more and more about inflammation is that it's kind of the root cause of all disease. Inflammation happens, cells go there, your immune response gets ramped up, and all of this cellular activity causes inflammation, right? So it causes a little bit of swelling. It causes things to change in the environment right there at a cellular level. And what happens when you have inflammation is that your body then has to get rid of this inflammation. It has to use its lymph channels and its venous channels to get rid of all the waste products that are coming from this inflammation. And that goes back into your body and needs to be filtered through your body through your kidneys, through your liver, so that we can get rid of that waste. And what's interesting to me is that, you know, when you have inflammation in one part of your body, the rest of your body has to work very hard to 
get rid of that inflammation or deal with that inflammation. So not only is your immune system ramped up, but the rest of your body has to get ramped up to handle all of the waste from that area where the immune system is ramped up. Just thinking about my thumb, when my thumb is hurting, it's not just my thumb. It is my immune system going there to try to splint the area to try to help heal it. And then it is all of the systems, my venous and my lymphatic system draining all of the waste products there, and then bringing that back into my body. And then that has to be filtered out of my blood and lymph system and, and, and excreted from my body. And so when we're just talking about just my thumb getting some inflammation, it actually is a whole body response. And I wanted to point this out, number one, because it's been in my life right now and it's bothering me. But number two, because that's just one joint of my hand. When I think about all the onslaughts that we walk through in our day, so the mental onslaughts that might be causing inflammation are thoughts that might be causing inflammation. When I think about all the onslaughts that my skin sees every day. And for me, I have really tried to make sure my skin does not see a lot of onslaughts from makeup or lotions or my shampoos and conditioners. I've changed all of that to make sure my skin is is seeing only natural things because I knew that my skin is the biggest organ and it's fighting things all the time and I want it to be its healthiest so it can fight things all the time. So I've tried to minimize what it needs to fight from what I'm doing to it so that it can be healthy walking into the day and fighting off all the bacteria that I see at work and the hand sanitizer and everything else I have to do at work. So, you know, there's inflammation coming on at the skin level. And then there's inflammation in your body. You know, what am I putting in my system? And I know that, you know, when I put food in my system, you know, that can be an onslaught to my gut. And the more and more I'm learning about gut health, you guys have heard me talk about gut health before and how important it is and how it relates to our brain and our whole body. And there's, you know, the immune system of the gut is huge. It's just really interesting to me that, you know, I really didn't understand what, you know, when you put something in your mouth, if your body recognizes it as foreign, it causes inflammation. And so putting natural whole food in your mouth so that your gut can say, oh, this is something I've seen before. I know what this is. I know how to process this. But if it hasn't seen it before, if it's chemicals or it's artificial ingredients, it, it, it's sending up warning flags and it's going, I don't know what this is. And it has an immune response and it may not be an immune response that we can, you know, see, touch, or feel other than maybe it causes constipation or diarrhea or upset stomach or any of the number of things that can happen with the gut, but maybe you don't feel it. So it's just really interesting to me when we start talking about inflammation in our body and how many systems are involved and how much it can hurt us without us really knowing it. And again, our body is so good at defending our visceral organs and it is so resilient. And you know, I don't like that word, but our body is incredibly resilient 
to what we do to it, because it has to be, right? Or else we wouldn't be able to stay alive. And we are just walking miracles for how much we see during the day and the onslaught of inflammation and things that our body is not used to seeing in the natural world and what it is exposed to. So it's amazing to me that we can walk through this world with as much health as we do, but maybe we don't understand how truly inflamed and unhealthy we are because our body is really good at keeping our labs all within the normal range. Our body is really good at even if our liver or heart or our gut is hurting, it can cover for it. It has all these mechanisms to help us, you know, stay in homeostasis. But I wonder if we're walking around with much more inflammation and disease than we know, even when we're not on any medicines, even when our labs look normal, you know, we still don't feel great. We still feel tired and fatigued and brain fog and, you know, all of these things. So how do we help ourselves feel better? And that's what this podcast is all about, feeling better. And I think it's really paying attention and really understanding how much inflammation is going on in our body that is using up a lot of cellular energy and a lot of energy from our body so that we cannot use that energy to focus on a task or we can't use that energy to get up and exercise. And so it's really, really important that we start focusing in on the inflammation in our body and how can we decrease that? So how can we decrease what is going in our body that causes inflammation and anything really that's foreign on our skin that is going into our GI tract, you know, all of these chemicals that are in our world can really hurt our bodies and cause inflammation. And the same thing with our thoughts. When we have inflammatory thoughts, that again, it's called inflammatory thoughts for a reason. Those thoughts, those harsh criticisms from our inner critic, those thoughts in and of themselves can fire our fight or flight and can cause more inflammation. And so, you know, when we talk about decreasing inflammation, not only should we focus on our environment and what we're bringing into our body and what our body is seeing on the skin and uh, in our GI tract, but also the thoughts that we're having. A great place to start with this, if you're like, huh, that kind of makes sense. A great place to start with this would just, you know, like I, we had to revamp our diet really because of my daughter. And it's not easy to start looking in your cabinet and saying, wow, there's a lot of sugar in this, or there's colors in this, or there's all these things I can't pronounce in this, you know, so just one at a time, start looking at things, right? So, you know, the way we did it, because, you know, I didn't want to clear out the entire pantry all at once was just, you know, the next time I had to buy ketchup, I bought the better ketchup. And the next time I bought spaghetti sauce, I started looking at the ingredients and buying the better spaghetti sauce. You know, so the, this is how we kind of changed over our pantry. So I encourage you to really start looking at what's in your food 
so that you're not bringing inflammation into your body. And then, you know, for me, really looking at my skincare and what was in those products was important. And I will tell you, I am on the simplest skincare regimen I have ever been on. It's all natural and my skin looks better than it ever has. Now, I think that's because number one, we're eating better, but also number two, I think I'm putting less stuff on my skin. And so there's less of an onslaught to my skin and and the things it has to defend against, the chemicals that it has to defend against. And so it has calmed my skin significantly. And then of course, I've always worked on my thoughts and I still, it's still a practice. I still need to work on my thoughts all the time, but calming my thoughts helps calm my body. And I know this. So you know, really three aspects that you can take a look at. And again, you know, start with one thing, you know, again, start with just replacing your ketchup or start with just replacing maybe the lotion that you use every day and start looking at what you're putting on your skin and just stopping that one thought of that critical thought, just stopping that one and saying, no, mm -mm, I'm not, I'm not going to buy into that anymore. So I always hope these helps. I love y'all so much and I will see you back here next week. Take care. If you're really enjoying this podcast, head on over to Apple and give me a rating and review. And also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. The information, opinion, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental, or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider.